Hello everyone, welcome into another episode of Black Girl Brunches, episode 22. My name is Iman. And I'm Sabria. And thank you again for tuning in. Um, we got a good show for you today. Um, actually, we just planned it <laughs> like 15 minutes ago. <laughs> we did. So it should be interesting at least. I don't know if it's going to be good, but... It's going to be good. It's going to be... It's all right. I mean... Because I'm excited to talk about these things. I'm right. Excited. I'm looking at the list and I'm like, too. Right, I just think it's funny that we just planned it. Because you know how we usually do. We already, like, come in here with, like... I forgot I had a podcast until today. See, that's the way me and you operate. Like, and me, I'll, I'll start, like, planning it starting Sunday. I'll, like, start uh, putting my spread and my notes out. Because <laughs> I was finished. Now I can focus on it. Because I was finishing up, you know... I still hell. think you gonna be you gonna come in. I'm like, Sabrina, you got your fade four? You but oh wait, I forgot. No, I got my fade four though. Now I've so, been had it because I said, remember I suggested it. Anyway, um Ooh. so uh, back to what I was saying. Welcome on in. How was your week? Um, my week was okay. I just was I finished up my second job. Um it's finally over. I can breathe, I can do my own makeup. I could shower properly. Yeah. I'm just all the time. <laughs> what? <laughs> I was tired. Okay, that's I, fair. I did shower though. But yeah, not, I never. But not how you always I smell great. To. <laughs> you, you, like, I get it. You didn't shower for like luxury. You shower for like <laughs> strictly hygiene. Yeah, like get the grandma yesterday off. Yeah, just like soap and water and out. Like no exfoliating, no loofah, yeah, no none of that. You can't when during like um haunt season we're not allowed to exfoliate. What? Be- because the um I exfoliated Sunday the first time in a month because when you work at a haunted house and you get makeup with like um is alcohol based. Okay, it can yeah. really strip you yeah. need that extra layer of skin. So we we're not allowed to exfoliate. What's your body you can, right? Um, yeah, I can't, but sometimes I get, like, spray on my neck or I might have something done to my arms or something. So I just, like, don't. Play it safe. Yeah, just I mean, it's one month. Safe. You're not going to get that scaly in one month. Yeah, no, but I felt it. I felt that skin come off. <laughs> you felt free. Yes. Well, hopefully you, um, when you do get a second job, it'll be at my second job, and then we can do second jobs together. I know. We never work together. We never work together. It never works they, out. God must know that we ain't going to do nothing but... You know, laugh, laugh and giggle, especially because my my job is funny. Like, because people get so <laughs> overwhelmed. Like, I work at a card store. You know, they sell gifts and stuff like that, and people are so overwhelmed about like Christmas cards. It's really funny. That is because I understand because I'm the same way. But um, yeah. So this car insurance stuff is finally coming to like an end, I'm so almost happy. an end with me. Like. Um, I told you guys last week that I got into an accident, but what I did not tell you is that the person who hit into me did not want to accept fault. So I had to call his insurance and they told me that I couldn't prove it. So I had to go find a videotape on that ass and send it to him. And then they decided that they were going to pay for a good amount of it, which I'm, I'm satisfied with it, but I really- Shout out to CCTV. Yeah. Who's That's the camera stuff. That's oh, okay, cool. Yeah, I know that from ID channel. Yeah, well, guess what? I really felt like um, Jay-Z, like when <laughs> H. Cheddar is out, like not guilty. <laughs> Y'all got to feel me. I, when she told me that, like, oh, I changed your mind, Miss Griffin, you were right, and that person was wrong. I'm like, fucking thank you. It's been three weeks I've been dealing with this. Three weeks. It's so tiring, guys. Like, nothing's worse than minding your business, getting hit by a car, and then having to deal with all this bullshit. Like, well, prove it. Prove that you just got hit while you weren't doing anything. It's actually terrible. 
It's so terrible. That shit is so urgent. If you hit somebody, just be honest and accept them that premium going And it's up. like, it's just an, accept. And just it's be annoying because you have to go through all that stuff. You can't just be like, you can't say it like, or be like, hey, it was your fault. Hey, or something no, like that. Like, they're going to fight you tooth go. and nail. Yeah. They're going to fight you tooth and nail because nobody wants to be accountable. And it just, I don't know, it just really, really, really sucks. So, yeah, I had to deal with that. Um, but it's all about to be over, and I'm happy. Great. So let's get right into this fave four. So this week, Sabria, um, she thought of, you know, let's name our four favorite live performances. They could be something that you did, you actually saw in person or, like, an iconic performance on television. So you go first. Okay, so my one of my favorite, all-time favorite performances has to be um, Lady Gaga at the 2009 VMAs when she was like playing the piano, she had like all the blood on her and stuff mm-hmm. like that. She did paparazzi, like that was one that was, of I know what you're talking the about. best performances like I've ever seen. Like I was like, wow, like that was amazing. That was so good. Um, also, right? Excuse me. Sorry. Wait, you said we can name. Beyonce? Yeah. Yeah, we can. Okay. First, we were saying no because, like, it's so easy to name Beyonce, but you have to. If you're talking about performances, you have to include her. I know, because this could go either way because my favorite performance of hers could be when I saw her at the Mrs. Carter World Tour. Right. Or my favorite performance of her, oh, my gosh, what, um... I loved. I have a bunch of her concerts like on um on DVD. But what was this? Oh my gosh, I'm trying to think. What the fuck? I thought I, you had your list ready. I forgot what oh, year it was right. from. No one needs to know the year. I forgot what year it was from. It was when she. Um, I don't have a year for she had the, She <laughs> had gold on, and she had like a fur on, and she had a blonde ponytail. What song? Um, I think she was singing "Baby Boy." Um, and it was at a award show. But it was, like, earlier in her career? Yeah, it was early in her career. Mm. And she had gold on. It looked like she had, like, genie pants on, I think. But she had gold. And I'm pretty sure she was singing Baby Boy. She had gold on. And, like, uh, like it when was, she like, was a doing a pony, hair. She was doing the, uh, what's his name, dance? What's that called? The ponytail? Yeah, because yeah, that was in Baby Boy. But I forgot what, like, what award show it was. But that's another one of my favorite performances. Okay. Um, Also, number three... Um, Britney Spears, when she did I'm a Slave for You at the VMAs, and she actually had the snake come out. Like, when I was a kid, I thought that was so crazy. Like, when I saw that she had, like, a real live snake, I was like, like, my mind was (laughs) fucking blown. Um, Also, I've been to so many concerts, so it's, like, so hard to narrow some of it down. But I really, really enjoyed Nicki Minaj, the Pink Print Tour. I loved that concert. It Mm -hmm. was so fun. I I lost my voice. Like, I lost the eyelash. Um, That was a really fun concert. And she came out, and she had slippers on, and she was singing, like, um, The Night is Still Young, like, for her encore. But she had, like, these, like, big, fluffy slippers on. (laughs) Like, she was, like, her her feet was, like, I guess they was done. (laughs) But, yeah, that was one of my four. But also, another one of my favorite performances. To see, this is so hard. Another one of my favorite performances. This is a bonus one, and this is a shocking one. 
Katy Perry. I know you was going to say her. That concert was fucking amazing. Teenage Dreams, that concert was That's amazing. That's one of my favorite albums. Like, that, like, I'm I'm so happy that I was able to go there. And, like, I was on the floor. Like, I was in the front end. I got to meet her. That concert was so good. That was, it was beautiful. Teenage Dream is one of my favorite albums. And I'm not embarrassed to say that because I know Katy Perry has done a lot of problematic stuff. But that album came at a time, like, we were both headed right to college. And, like, fucking firework. Yeah. When you, feel, when you really feeling down in the dumps. I was going off. My sh- I was like, ooh, bam, moving my shoulder. Like, I had my hand in there. I had, my eyes was watering. I was about to, like, tear so up. So many good Because when she movies. hit that, oh, oh. Oh, like, I was like, I could do this. Like, I felt like when she yeah. hit that note, I was could a do hell, it. That was a hell of a album, and I'm sure it was a hell of a tour. That so. was a, oh, my gosh. I'm so happy I witnessed it. That was such a great tour. Okay. Well, all right. So my first one uh, is Earth, Wind, and Fire. I know I don't have any particular performance, but <laughs> I just would kill to see them perform live they as go a unit. In. They cost so many black people with <laughs> wide leg pants and afros on the stage at one time. Like that just sounds like a dream to And they me. have like elaborate sets. Elaborate sets and they were doing this like in the seventies, like well before anyone else really was doing it. And I don't see a lot of men that perform in groups like that. Oh shit. So, I forgot damn, I know somebody I could have added, but I forgot. You might say it though. Well, let's sing. Let's yeah. sing. All right. So my second is going to be uh, "Blood on the Leaves" by Kanye West. I see. I knew you was going to say, say that one. I, I was saying like I, I'm like, damn. How did I've been to so many concerts? This shit be just slipping my mind. Well, Kanye West is one of the best performers I've ever seen, and like I've seen Beyonce, and I will put him right up there next to her, which is hard because Kanye West don't dance. Yeah, he and Beyonce dance. does. That and, concert was fucking amazing. So me and Sabrina, we went to see uh, Kanye West together. And I'll never forget when the beat dropped for Blood on the Leaves, <laughs> Kanye West turned into the fucking Tasmanian <laughs> devil on that stage. And, like, I wasn't the same after that concert. Like, And then he just has a lot of masks. And when Jesus came out, he finally took his mask off to Jesus. He said, I ain't got to show myself to nobody but this one. That was but so Jesus. Quick. And, like, I just thought that that was so funny because, like, everyone made such a tiff about him naming the tour Jesus. But the ultimate theme of it was that like he don't have to do anything for anybody he don't have to reveal himself the only person that knows his true face Mm -hmm. is jesus so and that's great because um well since we're doing like set design stuff um at my other job uh, my Mm -hmm. teaching job we had watched um like parts of this documentary and they were talking about this lady who does set design for concerts and one of the concerts that she did do designs for was the Yeezus tour. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh my gosh. Like, And she just was talking about how, like, um, concerts, like, she basically, like, revolutionized, like, technology within mm-hmm. concerts and stuff. Because, like, you were saying with Earth, Wind, and Fire, like, a lot of their stuff was, like, it was physical stuff. They had concerts. Exactly. I mean, costumes and stuff. Live instruments. Yeah, and- so, like, when you go to concerts now, there's always, like, screens moving in the back and like yeah, people about flipping your computer, through the air yeah and computer like stuff like that so she um basically like she you know honed in on stuff like that she did stuff for Beyonce too that's cool and she's a woman too which is awesome alright so and my third one is Deja Vu at the BET Awards when Beyonce had that silver outfit on and she slid across the floor yes. and when Jay Z said you're gonna need help trying to study my bounce and he hit her butt <laughs> 
iconic. I knew I was watching something iconic when it happened, and that usually doesn't happen. Usually, nothing is something's iconic after it's already passed. But yeah. as I was watching it, I'm like, this is definitely historical. <laughs> and I then, love that outfit. Yes, and the fourth one is I would actually like to see that Mariah Carey performance when she was in like that pink <laughs> outfit doing the bare minimal. I think I would have really enjoyed that. <laughs> it's really really funny to just be like, wow, like I paid my money and she's not trying. <laughs> like that's a joke. That's funny. That's funny. that's really funny to watch your money go to waste. <laughs> she really did do shit. Like, just think about somebody smiling, like, well, the fucking coin is mine at this point, so I can do whatever I want on this stage. Yeah, she did exactly what the fuck she wanted. And just everyone wearing a sailor outfit and her not anymore. Like, come on. It's pure entertainment. At this point, if you go and you spend money on Mariah Carey, that you shouldn't. Mariah Carey and Lauren Hill are going to give you the bare minimal, and you're going to accept it because yeah. they're legends. And the reason why I had thought about this fade for is because Janet Jackson recently came to Philly. Oh, yeah. She and looked great. Philly Magazine posted an article and it said Janet Jackson was 21 months late for her concert, <laughs> but it was worth the wait. <laughs> it was, because so many people were showing that concert love. Yeah. So... All right, so now it's time to toast for a sister. And this week, we're toasting to Tiffany Haddish for being the first African-American woman to host Saturday Night Live. Well, comedian. Like, comedian to host Saturday Night Live. And it's just like, I, how? That is so crazy. Like, like Whoopi, you think about, like, Whoopi Goldberg. It's just, I don't know how could how that could happen, but whatever. Like I can't believe, like, it used to be a goal of mine to write for Saturday Night Live. Like, I used, that used to be, like, my ultimate I remember. goal. And now, like, I look at it, and I'm just, like, I'm just way past it. Because I'm, like, I didn't even realize how so far behind they were. Like, the fact that there was no, like, female, black female comedian, and also, like, not to take away from Tiffany Haddish, but there's never been, like, an Asian cast member or anything. Yeah, there's a uh, lot. Like, there's yeah, a lot that there's so much, and they're so behind, and it's like, that's, I'm grateful, like, I'm happy that she, you know, got that moment, and she also thanked her social worker. Yeah, that's um, really cool. After, that was good, but it's just like, I can't believe in 2017 that she was the first, like, Especially, comedian. Especially, like, I would have like, Thought that Whoopi Goldberg would have like fucking Monique. Um, there's so many. But I feel like they wasn't allowing Monique on there. Yeah, and that's what I don't like though. Like because yeah. Monique is funny as fuck. Like I think Monique is funny. I love Monique. Like I've loved <laughs> Monique my whole life. But you got to think about when she was at the height of her career, and I, if I would have been as woke as I am now, I would have been able to see like, oh wow, she's fat. She's a fat black woman. They're not going to allow her to be on there. Yeah, no. Like, Tiffany Haddish doesn't. is beautiful, conventionally beautiful. You know, she's like, I don't know. I just, I think that's kind of fucked up. But like, also, they're like, uh, Saturday Night Live was like a bit shaken up now. Oh, yeah, because everybody so, dug up in their ass about like not having no black women. Even really though to be the on black, there to begin like, with. no shade that the black woman that's on there, she is. Is she still there? Yeah. She's really not funny. And I'm she not going to give her any, any. Okay, I'm I'm gonna leave that alone. But she's not funny, and I feel like and my my parents think that they put her on there so if the ratings go down, they could see, be like, "Yep, see, Keenan didn't bring the ratings down, and he was a nigger. I mean, black guy. <laughs> Why, you know? So it's like, no, I don't got time for that. Yeah, but yeah, you know, I'm happy for Tiffany. Now it's time to move on into tea time, sponsored by Tyrese Gibson. <laughs> um, we promised you guys that we were going to do Ty's corner. Just as an update to the, you know, was progressing with him. And we're not going to stay on this for too long because we can go forever because he's great. You know, he's he's going through something. Yeah. But 
He um I just thought it was funny that he said that Will and Jada donated all this money to the, him and it's been confirmed by Jada's people that they didn't. Like I and just, he hasn't said anything about it since. Like where did he get that from? So like someone said, if you can blatantly lie about someone giving you five million dollars, why 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 should we believe that you're telling the truth about not abusing your daughter? Like if you mentally can't, you know. And then I heard that he, like you were telling me, he had the chance to see his daughter, but they he went to, to Dubai yep. to get some, some, you know, I guess clarity. And I'm like, there's. I'm about to say all this capitalism in Dubai, like there's no clarity there. They literally. <laughs> And also, like, you still going to have your phone in Dubai. Yeah. You will still have access to the shade room. And you're room. still going to have your mindset in Dubai. <laughs> Most importantly, you're still going to have that mentality. You're still going to be Thai. You're still yeah. going to be Thai. So yeah. no matter where you fly, I'd like to see where you could fly to get away from that. And take me there, because I'd like to get lost. <laughs> anyway. Sorry. But, but uh, yeah. That's enough about Tyrese. If you guys have any more tea on him, though, like a lot of people are like, I'm not laughing anymore. It's not funny. Watching a man break down is <laughs> funny. I'm not a part of that group. So just send me his I'm not. He First of all, he's always irking me. So I'm like, now everybody feels my pain. He's been this way all the time. He just hadn't had access to social media. Exactly. So, all right, we're going to talk about the twins. Oh, my God. So They're so cute. <sighs> some pictures surfaced of the twins, and we didn't share them on the blog because, honestly, I don't know if Beyonce knew the paparazzi was watching her no, or not. No, probably not. But the way Beyonce looked like her, I feel like she always knows yeah, all the time. She probably knew, but that doesn't mean she wanted it. Yeah. I just don't like that, the idea of somebody taking pictures of people's, you know, babies without yeah. their permission. And uh, it, But I was happy to see the photos of the twins. Because somebody on Twitter was like, I forgot they existed. I'm like, me? I can too. Me too, because I feel like she just... I, I felt like Blue was just controlling, like, orchestrating the family so well that you don't necessarily see or, Beyonce slip up. I feel like Beyonce puts a shield over fans. Like, she distracted us with the Halloween, like, mm-hmm. the Little Kim dedication. And then she, like, you know, distracted with, like, other Instagram posts. Mm-hmm. And then the Lion King thing. And it's like, yeah. okay, so y'all going to be excited about that. so much. So How y'all, could she have a baby? Yeah, so y'all don't. You know, y'all gonna forget. Right. I don't know. I'm just, they were really cute. Like, Rumi looks just like this photograph of Beyonce, like I saw. And, sir, I see Jay-Z and Blue, like, all over him. It's just, just really it's adorable. so cute and, and chubby. And Blue, Blue just looks so happy. Like, she looks like such a good big sister. She does. I love it. I love it so much. She's she's an icon. Speaking of icons, um, Rihanna is supposedly <laughs> hosting the Met Gala um next year. So Rihanna is going to host this along with Donatella Versace and Amal Clooney, which is George Clooney's um little thing. I guess that's his wife. Right? Yeah, yeah. Sorry, and the mother of his children. Am I right? Okay. Yes. So, and accomplished model. Yeah. Right. Okay. Sorry. I don't really know her. I just know. I don't really know. I her really. Either. I'm. Not, I, in my Mariah voice, I don't know her. I know the E! News and white folks love her the same way that they love Kate Middleton. And I look at her and I go, okay, cool. She has a she, face. She's doing her thing. Yeah. She's getting a corn. I, I can't hate it. on that. But, but I never remember what she looked like. Me? Neither. Even I to just this know day. She, I know she's thin with black hair. See, I was going to say, she's got to be... I keep picturing Natalie Portman every time I try to think of Every time I think of her, you know that picture of Natalie Portman when she's like, oh, like she's like, I don't know, like she's struggling. <laughs> Every time I try to think of her, I picture Natalie Portman like, hey, what can I say? 
All I see is like when I close my eyes, I see just like a tall, like white thin woman with black hair. And that's what she is. No face. But I see George Clooney on the other side. Me too, me too. I see them like on a red carpet. But it's like it's like all this flashing. But you know, like those like fashion cutouts. Like they have that AC Moore or something. It's like you have a fashion book and you put this like model looking cutout in it. That's what I see. Yeah, I mean with George Clooney on the side. But good for her. I mean, she's she's amazing. She's great enough to host the Met Gala. She's great enough to co-star with Rihanna. So that's good enough for me. Yeah, and I'm excited because I'm glad that they're finally given to something like this to because like she is a fashion icon like I feel like most of the time like when she's walking around the streets that she styles herself yeah like she just has because we all know I'm sorry but we all know that Beyonce cannot dress no and it went to Solange but it went to it Solange, went to Solange. Mm-hmm. so that's how I know that like when she goes out because a lot of times with celebrities just walking casually they don't have stylists exactly because like you know when we see Beyonce you know you know being Houston <laughs> you like you know that's being herself yeah, right um but, like, Rihanna, when she goes out, she does appearances and stuff like that. I'm like, wow, she's going to a dentist appointment, and she's still, like, wow. Right, right. And, and she has hard. such a hand in her own designs. Like, it's fun for her. Like, fashion is fun for Rihanna. Like, for some people, I feel like they don't—their team does it. And I feel like, yeah, Rihanna's team may do it, but she definitely has a really big hand in it. I actually feel the same way about Kim Kardashian. I feel like she has a big hand in— Well, her I, fashion changes with her partner, so now— that her. That's true but you know how like it's like her fashion may change with her partner but she'll get it and honestly her fashion was the same until she met Kanye yeah so it's like Kanye was really the only partner that elevated her style the other before that she was just dressing like you know Jersey Shore yeah Mm -hmm. but yeah the theme for this year is going to be heavenly bodies and I'm sure Rihanna's going to body that yeah she's going to do something crazy but just stay tuned like everybody has enough time to mentally prepare for whatever she's going to do (laughs) and you know the only thing that's annoying me is I know Rita Ora is going to be there and she was at some award show this weekend with a towel around her head looking silly and And she like the thing is we should come to the Met Gala she gonna come I thought (laughs) I feel like that too I thought she looked cute like Rita Ora, but I feel like if Rihanna was in it, I would have been like, I get it. But to me, when Rita Ora... I thought Ora was, Rihanna wouldn't do it. But Rita Ora doing it, it was just so random to me. Like, it's like, so where random. do you get off trying to be an icon? Yeah, that was so random. <laughs> I feel random. like, put the work in. Stop trying to dress like an icon and be one. Like, do, like I just, I don't know. I feel like outside of American Exotic Model, that's the only thing she's got on me. Like, my resume. Yeah. I think I'm resentful towards Rita Ora because I don't understand why she keeps, why so many people believe in her when she hasn't done anything. Exactly. Look why. She hasn't done anything. So, okay. Enough of my hatred. I mean, bitterness towards, like, <laughs> someone who doesn't care about me. All right. So, <laughs> Tamar recently ranted on Instagram. She posted a picture of fog or something gray. And I, like, honestly, Sabrina, you sent this to me. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck does this mean? Like, I reread it and I, like, I kind of understood what she was saying. Like, I guess she was saying that, like, you know, I'm not working this out. And, you know, I it got is caught what up in wanting to be yeah, married, perfect. the title, yeah. versus actually the marriage. Yeah. And this is us deciphering, though, because, like, she's had so emojis, like, so many emojis, mid-sentence. <laughs> Prayer hands, no word. It's just, it's just. But the craziest thing, because my on my phone, it was none of that coming up. So imagine, like, it really looked like I was reading hieroglyphics. Yes. So, but um, 
Bit, don't get it twisted. I am team iPhone. It just didn't come up because I ain't update. So. Yeah, me neither. Mine still is active. I was gonna like say it. so. Like, don't ever think that I have an Android. But anyway, um, yeah, she. So I watched the episode. Mm-hmm. Um, Tamar. Okay, Vance, good. Cause I didn't because watch my it. mom DVRs it, and mm-hmm. now they have this drama. She is not letting it up from the DVR. But um, <laughs> so. Um, like the show started out, just the season premiere, and it started out like saying the this has been over a course of four months, and um, on October something, whatever, Tamar um, filed for divorce, okay. and like they were just giving like you know all the stuff like that we knew, and um, Vince, it was just acting like um, he was kind of acting like a bit like you know distant and stuff, and like um, they showed a clip of like Tiny. Because they're friends again, Tiny and Tamar. And Tiny was set, telling her that, like, you probably need to start looking for a new manager. Like, you don't want to get... Um, she should fucking know. Yeah. She's like, you should start looking, start looking for a new manager. Like, you don't want mm-hmm. this to, like, you know, ruin your marriage or, like, whatever. But um, she was saying that... Um, Tamar said she just feel like they coexist. Like, I guess there's no love there. Yeah. Like, she said she's feeling like... She got a roommate. They just... Yeah, they just coexisted. And then, like, there was a um, part in the interview, like, the camera person was interviewing them, and she... They both was just, like, quiet, and Tamar was, like, rolling her eyes and stuff. And Vince was like, um, next question. Like, next. Like, you know? Yeah, but did he, did he address the putting his hands on her part? Because he hasn't he, yet. I, I guess... Well, we haven't gotten it. It just was a season premiere. Okay, because I want him to talk about that every episode. Nobody want to hear nothing from his little bagel head self other than if you put your hands on that woman. Okay, you can walk around with your phone and your capri shorts all you want, but that's (laughs) not what we really want to hear. We want to hear, did you put your hands, did you abuse her? Yeah. Did you abuse her emotionally? Anyway, because we all know Tamar got a smart mouth, but that doesn't warrant abuse. Exactly. And like, he, she had a gig and like, he didn't come to the gig and like, somebody was like operating the sound like their phone or something and then the sound got fucked up and she was like you know upset about that and she mm-hmm. like and then her dancers didn't make it on stage in time <sighs> and like something but he wasn't there at the no. event and I felt like he was okay with Tamar being a cheerleader and just a housewife and a spoiled wife but when she start not only getting her career cause she been talking about the singing stuff for a while but start mm-hmm. getting she has a serious fan base and she has serious talent he couldn't handle it because he, I feel like he's the type of man that needs his ego stroke so it's very unfortunate but and he just lost all that weight so he's feeling him you know what? Get, go, go get yourself some help because if you're putting your your, your, your hands on people, you're gonna take yourself to that into that next relationship. Yeah. So, mm-mm-mm. all right. So now we're gonna talk about something that I it's just uh, I think that this is such a great idea. Um, there's a group <laughs> on Facebook. It's called Sis. Is this your man? Um, so this group it's like spread out in all these different cities and women. We are coming together. This is unity. This we is are great. coming together to find out if our men are cheating in this group called <laughs> Sis. Is this your man? So this might be in a city near you. Like go on Facebook and type Sis. Is this your man? Philly. Sis. Is this your man? New York. <laughs> Sis. Is this your man? Atlanta. Right. <laughs> <laughs> We're Jordan's in the studio. She was like, "Oh, for real," and gonna start looking on her phone. <laughs> but 
But yeah, sisters, this your man. If you look on it, you have to be invited into the group, and they're very strict. Whoever's in the group will not accept men. I mean, obviously, you can catfish, but of course, I asked to be in the group, and it's so funny. Like people will be like, "Whose nigga is this? Some who man do this belong to?" And one, some of these comments are getting like eight. Some of these pictures are getting 800 comments. Like, yo, sis. For Facebook, real, sis. Facebook has evolved since but I you know what? been on there. This is what we need. Because it's the cheating is ridiculous at this point. It I'm is. I'm so for it. Yes, because niggas really We need a get, system. We do, because they really getting out of fucking pocket. Because I saw somebody, I know somebody that is engaged. Mm. And their person, I saw them on Tinder. Mm. But... I don't know. Like, I, I was freaking out because I like this girl. And I was like, what do I do? And my mom was like, well, maybe it's an old account. Like, he didn't get to delete it or whatever. And my, like, I, well, I'm so fucking superficial. He did. He obviously wasn't my type. So I, like, <laughs> swiped real fast. He obviously wasn't but my type. I, like, I took a screenshot. But I after that, I swiped. Off, I didn't like swipe right to see like yeah. if he matched me because like if he matched me that means he's currently using it. Yeah, I didn't. So I told Ivan, I'm like, if you see this, and I nigga, forgot what he looked like. Just and, that oh, quick. I, I still look got this. I still got the screenshot. But I'm like, if you see this nigga, swipe right on him because we need to find this out. You go, hey, big boy, are you engaged? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, listen, because I I do because I've been doing my own sisters as your man like privately like I know, but it's so, like I, this what we need though. We need a network we need a system we need to streamline the process like no more getting hurt months down the line that you'd invest this shit no, no dip that i shit right want in the to butt. know whose nigga is this people be like, oh this my cousin oh you dating them well that's funny because he has oh i wish that it. shit was around when spill i was in a relationship i'm telling you guys this because i want this network to get stronger i want you to join <laughs> like i've never been so for a cause a day in my life i wanted to become an admin of a group <laughs> I want to start delegating. No, with for real. Shut these niggas down. Had them fucking shook, looking stupid. Like, and I do love the idea of the fact is women coming together. Yeah, I mean, sometimes being... they argue though. They ain't gonna lie, cause sometimes people like if they bitter, they'll upload a guy and they'll be like, "Oh, is this somebody man?" And the girl will be like, "Bitch, you know that's my man. Like, it's clearly one of y'all haters out there. So that's fun. That's equally entertaining to watch." My the funniest thing though is when somebody be like. Yo, nobody better not be messing with my man. And they'll post a picture of their um guy. And everybody be like, sis, don't nobody fucking want him with them busted <laughs> Somebody start grinding him up. It's, just, it's 100% entertaining. But it's when, like, when it's gold and it's like a lot of girls, like, no way. No, you did ass. All right, I'm about to message you. He really messing? It's like all over. <laughs> it's like all over the country is, is what I get. The same. And he's going to go this your man? Oh, I'll, yeah, like I said, you know, so just find this. Don't be ashamed. Because you do natural. have to request Imagine like, Oni, is that your man? <laughs> <laughs> Oni, is that your man? <laughs> oh, Bro. that is so funny <laughs> but that's how i think that's how you pronounce it, but that's uh in korean? sister in korean yeah. yes you know i know it because yeah. anna yeah. i used to call her sister i used to on each downtown <laughs> and they'd be like bitch you know you ain't think sister. <laughs> this tall ass black girl like on <laughs> they looking like you need to fucking cut it out <laughs>
Well, all right, speaking of telling the truth, Shamar Moore <laughs> shut it the fuck down. Yo, that shit was funny. If you have not watched this video of Shamar Moore, please do it. So <laughs> First of all, funny. how y'all make Shamar Moore snip? He has managed to be a celebrity since the 90s and has not said shit to nobody. No, but, but, but social bo- media gives people the platform to snap. Yeah, but no, social media give people the platform to pester and harass celebrities yeah, so he to the, said, their breaking point. He said, point. y'all got that platform, so I'm going to take it and I'm going to snap. And that's what he did. He said, okay, he tagged. Um, <laughs> he tagged a baller alert in the shade room in the comments. Like, I know y'all motherfuckers gonna find it, so I'll I'll at you. I'll do you one better. So he pretty much he addressed the Phaedra Parks thing because Phaedra thirsty ass <laughs> always want a light skin man. Posted a picture of him and her together, like insinuating that they were dating. He pretty much was like, yes, I flirted on her, I kissed on her, but we don't we ain't in a relationship. He said Phaedra Parks don't know her. <laughs> he said Phaedra Parks, yes, I kissed on her, yes, I flirted with her. Do I know her? No, can't be in a relationship with a stranger, can I? No. I said, okay. And then he goes on to say, you know, you're always talking about how I'm gay, how I'm bi, I like little boys. No, I don't. I like women. Which is worth addressing. People saying he like little boys. What the fuck? I haven't heard that, but whoever said but that, you know what? People, weird. But you know what? That's That would make me mad, too. Like, people probably leaving him comments and stuff like, oh, you like this? It's like, what You the leaving f- comments? They probably the fucking pervert. Sicko? It's like, if, oh, God. And then he was saying, people saying he only like white women. People don't say he only like them. He said, I like women. I like all women. Do I like sex? He said, yes. I get mine. I said, <laughs> okay. This is where the video's going too far, but I understand. <laughs> I understand you have to you can tell. He probably like, come on. Yeah, oh, let me God. get butt nasty. All right, sorry. it seemed like he like to bite on butt cheeks. Okay, sweaty nineties tank top. <laughs> he like that. He's like that a little tickle for the tickle. All right, rib rib tank tops and bucket hats. That's all I got to say. That was that's what. But like the kind of things where like he still have his pants on. What'd you say? Yeah, sex, but he still have his pants on. You like what just happened? He but you tell me. But the pants, the pants be like wide at the bottom. <laughs> Oh my god! Oh, oh my god! I put you like. <laughs> At the end, he said, "You don't like my show? It's okay. I like my show, and that's all that matters." And plenty of other. He's people. like, "I think it's bomb." <laughs> <laughs> and it's been on TV for a good ass period of time. What show is he talking about? I don't know. Is it Criminal Minds? Because Criminal, whoever said Criminal Minds wasn't a good show today, a damn lie. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking love that show. It's I, funny to me, but I it has to be canceled. I, I be no. I think he into, into some, he into some new show right now where he be wearing like a bulletproof vest. Okay, because I know because he 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 was off Criminal Minds and I think he they brought him back or something. But if you think Criminal Minds is a bad show, you need to, to reevaluate your shit exactly because you is a know show. yes because when they ain't playing Law and Order SVU. What you watching? Criminal Minds. Mm-hmm. You sure are. It's, it's your second favorite crime show. Yep. So then Hello. he goes, so excuse me while I go live my life and make my paper. <laughs> I'm about to start saying it to niggas. That's what I said. He said, so excuse me while I go live my life and I make my paper. When because... customers make you mad, <laughs> <it's a job. laughs> excuse me. <laughs> Oh, they're like, gosh. oh, excuse me. Can I speak to the manager? <laughs> it's like, you know what? I'm just gonna live my life and make my paper while you're bitter and you're mad, okay? Exactly. Yeah, so that's just funny. I just feel like ever since like Shamar Moore wore that um <laughs> cornrow lace front in what uh, the, um, the Diary of a Mad Black Woman, people been giving him shit. No, remember that's he not was, fair. No, it was after when he was wearing those shirts that said baby girl on them. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what was he wearing that shirt? He wore a shirt that said baby girl. Recently? 
That was a line that he had, like a clothing line. Yeah, it was like in the past few years. And he had a hat that said baby girl on it too. You know what? Shamar Moore is somebody <laughs> that I feel like we need to protect because I used to watch him on The Young and Restless when I was a kid. <laughs> Strictly, that's it. Same. I remember, though, when he died on the show, I thought that shit was so dumb. I had to ask my grandma. I'm like, Grandma, he really died? Like, he died, like, in a jungle on the show. Like, he when went on a trip and I he lo- died. I fucking love so far. It's like, when the fuck this nigga get on a, <laughs> in a jungle? Yeah, and then he came back, like, years later. I was like, See, what? look, he had a baby girl head on. Oh, he looks so cute in that picture. <laughs> he really have clothes on called Baby Girl. Oh, well. Because that's what he called um, the computer lady on... Um, on Criminal Minds. He tried it and he fell. I said but the you know what? Lady. He still deserves to, you know, live his life and make his paper. <laughs> Ew. I wish I could see these pictures. I'm pulling up. <laughs> all right. So we're going to just briefly talk about Black China and Playboy Cardi. First of all, <laughs> this shit has been vexing my spirit. What it's is- been vexing me and it's unsettling me. So now that my, now that the season of my job is over, I can say it. Party. Party boy, but it's Playboy Cardi. I keep calling him Party Boy because yeah. I want him to party me. But Playboy, oh, wow. <laughs> Playboy Cardi came to my job at first because he was like in front of me and he was like had this Goyard bag and he was like doing something like the bag. He was trying to like f- adjust it and I'm like, who the fuck is this nigga like taking it long? He lifted his head up and I saw that birthmark mm. and in my head it was like Eminem got Millie Rock Rock hiding and stuff. But it just started playing in my head. Where you said, start Millie rocking in your costume I real said, hard? Just I because. said, that's, that's, that's him. But can that's you imagine him. that if, the, like, if <laughs> and a dance-off happened, <laughs> but it's like a whole haunted dance-off to that song? Like, kind of like Thriller, but yeah. to Playboy Cardi. Hmm. And so, and he had all this bling on him, whatever, and he said something, man, like, he said something to me, because I was just staring at him, and I was trying to scare him, though. And he said <laughs> something to me. I forgot what he said. But I was like, damn, maybe I got a chance. And then, lo and behold... Miss Silicone Sally, (laughs) fucking Black China. First of all, you niggas in Hollywood recycle these same fucking seven bitches. Like, Mm -hmm. what the fuck? And then these same niggas will get outside and call all... Sorry, she just punched the mic, damn. (laughs) And call bitches, like, loose and all these hoes because they, like, talk to these different guys. It's like, these bitches, even though that's not real, being loose and all that stuff, that's not real. But, like, y'all really recycle pussy and y'all don't give a fuck. No, it's like so many girls. But let a regular bitch, like, be out here doing something, y'all gonna make a song about it or say something. Right. I just, I don't understand. I feel like she saw, like, 21 Savage and she was like, wow, I need a conehead nigga too. Yeah, she's so fucking irking. It's like, sit the fuck down and be a Mom, and this is like, this is how I know that I'm just really growing up because I used to love Black China. Like, I would like stand for her. Like, I just love to, like, even up until this year. And then, like, I just start seeing shit, especially like after the Rob and stuff. I'm like, she's fucking evil. Like, she's been going on. And then, I mean, I still don't think she's evil for the Rob thing because, like I said, Rob was in on being evil too until it backfired on him. No, that's true, but, but I just think I she's do think evil. she's a user. Yes, yeah, I think she, she's a user. She's a wave rider to the maximum. Yeah, because, like, like, after, you know, the Rob shit went down and stuff, like, it was a picture of her, and she just was, like, smiling. And I'm like, I see the devil. Yeah. I see him <laughs> in that picture. And also, like, another reason, like, I know I'm getting older is because you know how when you were young and somebody would be like, she's a mother. You would be like, what does that have to do with anything? But you know now, like, it's... 
how do you have time to be a mother and to be as scandalous as you are at the same time? Like, exactly. It's a real question. Like, not even shaming you, but like how, like, I barely, like, I'm over this bullshit now and I don't have no kids. All I have is two jobs and I'm like, I don't have time for this, exactly. you know, playing around and getting, but you know what? This is the, this is the price you pay when you don't have real talent. You have to rely on the wave. You have to rely on That just, shit is so you know. fucking urgent. And he's 21 and she's like 29. Yeah. And I'm like, what the fuck are y'all talking about? Like, but do you, like, China doesn't seem like she knows depth. She knows, yeah, she don't. She knows know nails, depth. she knows wigs, she knows fashion over, she knows waist trainers, she knows skinny tea. And she, you know. Which that shit don't the fuck work. No, it don't. And she don't drink it either. She don't because she's a fucking liar because she got surgery. And she probably wasn't meant to be big to begin with. So it's just, I don't know. I'm just tired of it. I'm tired of these guitar shaped bitches. Yeah, exactly. That's going to be a theme for the show. Like, bitches shaped like guitar cases because I'm tired of, like, it's just, they're taking over. They are, and I'm sick of you bitches. I am. You call me a fat hating ass bitch or you whatever you want. You call me a surgery want. shammer. You call me whatever you I'm want. I'm tired of y'all. I'm sick of it. It's I'm, it's a, I'm the fuck done. It's I'm a sick y'all, of it. Y'all, it'd be one thing if y'all just would get, get these bodies and then like stop just being so chill. irritating, but it's not. No. You always gotta be seen. And Playboy and Cardi, like, he's young. Like, I wanna blame him too. Yeah. But like, he's just a kid. She's but a grown also, ass woman. like, that's fucking dumb to me because like, you see all this shit, like, even though, like you said, both parties were guilty with her and Rob and stuff. That whole situation was so messy and it was tacky. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you want to be with somebody that was in a he tacky trying situation? To bone. It's no, for him, he don't have to be. I wouldn't even want to hit like her. Like, I don't But you're talking nigga, about somebody respectable. Say, he looked really, messy. Like, he yeah, looked a mess. That's true. But niggas think real different because I'm like, yo, like, I wouldn't even want to hit, like, not even You're thinking it. like Jadena. You're thinking like Kendrick Lamar. <laughs> You're not thinking like Playboy Cardi. Yeah, they cause... really are in the same type of person. It's just she happens to be older and with two children, and yeah. she seemed like she should be past that. She should seem she, like she'd be looking for, like... baby is new. Like, she's fucking new. She just turned one. She should be thinking, like... Like, at this point, like, maybe future. Like, at least around her age with the same amount yeah. of kids. I don't know. It's a hot mess is what we're getting It's a at. hot fucking mess. And, like, it just irked me. Like, it really just make my neck fucking twitch. Like, it really <laughs> just irked me so mad. Because I'm like, you really, like, she just is so fucking evil. And, like, just <laughs> seeing, like, her. Like I said, when I saw that picture of her smirking after the whole Rob situation with that, I'm like, you're the fucking devil. Yeah, she, she definitely is. And like I said, even and though Rob did deserve it, she got a baby out of the, like that's just that like, is crazy. It is crazy. It's wild to me. But um, yeah, enough about those two. Uh, I can't. You know, somebody recently created an app. It's called Make App. So this app, it was created by men, and you can see a fucking loser. You can see what people look like without makeup. Now, apparently, he's saying he did not create the app just for that, but that is a really cool feature. He's upset that people are like blowing it out of proportion and making it as if he made this app to shame women. But that's what people are think. That's what guys are saying. So what the fuck is it for, Connor? <laughs> What's his name? Um, probably like Al or some dumb shit. Like, let me see what his, his name, name is. Connor for today. Um. His name is Ash. Well, actually, it's like a. It's a very. Uh, it's Ashot Gabriel Anov. So okay, it's him. Him, um, this fucking pasty ass, no lip, <laughs> top lip having ass dickhead. Well, he's like, I'm, I didn't do this to shame women. It was yep. an experiment. Anyway, so they're on their guys and they're like, oh, yeah, now I don't have to take her swimming on the first date. I can see what she looked like. Like, first of fucking all, 
Shut the fuck up. Second of all, you could take me swimming, but my isn't my shit not going to move. How about say waterproof? It my shit is not going to move. Who do you think this the 90s? Like, you think that swimming going, like, I'm going to go in the water, then I'm going to look like, you know, Carrie? Like, or, Actually, like, some people were putting their face underwater to set their makeup. Like, yeah. you put powder on it, and then you dump your face in the water, and you come back up, and then their makeup was looking flawless. So, yeah, like, so try it. Dust yourself off and try again, essentially, is what we're getting at. And, like, I but, don't know what niggas' obsession is with, like, fucking exposing, like, women wearing makeup. Because, like, when have—who the fuck is born with fucking purple glittery eyelids? I, and it's just—all right. So people are under the impression that, okay, you know, some people look totally different, you know, without their makeup. But I'm like, okay, so— what are they supposed to do? Walk around with no eyebrows just because you are afraid that you're going to be, oh, I'm going to fall for that and you're not going to have any and then I'm going to be stuck with a no eyebrow woman with a great <laughs> personality. It's like, okay. And half of you niggas don't fucking got hairlines or top lips. Right. And the beard don't be connected. So stop. But, you know, enough of like the shaman though, this app makes people look 20 times worse. It's just pretty much like it takes off your, it, it takes off anything that I feel like contrasts on your face. So it takes off your eyebrows. It takes off your eyelashes. So it still ain't going to do you no justice because, like, I'm somebody who has, like, really, really thick eyebrows. And if you do this WhatsApp thing on me and it take my eyebrows off, I'm going to look way worse than <laughs> what I did. You're going to make my skin look blotchy. You're going to take my eyelashes off. So it's not true. Like, how about you get to know people and, you know, like, I understand, like, what you're attracted to is what initially gets your attention. And if you have to adjust afterwards, it's fine. But you just did not really like that person if their makeup exactly. you know that so. shit is so and it's always fucking nerds that want to do it like niggas with adult acne and it's like <laughs> maybe you should stop drinking milk pussy okay I'm with it I'm so with it like stop drinking wait you said stop drinking milk <laughs> yeah I thought you said start drinking some milk but no, duh, obviously you didn't stop. say that all right so now we're in the sunken place and all right I think we only have time for one we have to choose so Jordan what should we talk about should we talk about the J. Crew model with the messed up hair, or should we talk about that video of those two girls singing? I like the one with the video. Okay, cool. Yeah, that's All what right. we were thinking. Yeah, so we was gonna throw shade at J. Crew for like uh, having that girl in that nut ass ponytail <laughs> and terrible hair, but you know what? Like she just woke she, the fuck up. She but liked you know it. What? She did. She, she liked, liked it. it. She was an asshole. And you know, so what? be the not... white man's whore. Yeah, be 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 be, 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 be Auntie Tom. Okay. We, we can't save you. We tried and you you liked it. So it is what it is. But um, so Rick Ross once again big ass is place. sinking to the bottom of the sunken place <laughs> as per usual. Because he's just annoying. Like, he has this show called Signed. Who knew? But know, right? it's a show essentially like American Idol, VH1 but not. is basically BET right now. It's, I'm just going to say VH1 is ran. It's like, okay, let's, <laughs> it's give, let's give the niggas what they want. What y'all really want from me is what, <laughs> it was what, they, what their model should be. But they are making it like a black, like universe where they're just putting all all the hood's favorites on VH1 and I mean I, it is what it is the ratings are high but it's like the dream and Rick Ross they have a bunch of artists competing to get like a record deal or whatever mm-hmm. so you know there's this girl named just Britney she's light-skinned she's shaped like a guitar case she's one of those <laughs> girls and you know she's pretty pretty girl and she's, she sound like Black China too when she talks she sounds and looks like Black China a lot to me um she also looks like um who did you want to say she looked like Tammy 
She kind of, yeah, she looks like Tammy a little bit. Like, she's just, she's a fashion over girl. Like, she's yeah. definitely got her fashion over fit on, you know? And she sung a song. Um, she remixed Ashton Martin's Aston Martin music by Rick Ross, and it sound like baked shit. It sound <laughs> terrible. It sound terrible. She sound like a cat being shaken. Yeah, and she thought she was giving, like, she said, she's all night. <laughs> she really thought she shut it down. Like, she sound like, if you put a cat in a, in a brown paper bag and just, like, shook it up. And then, like you said. I don't condone that, she but was that's doing- what it sound like. <laughs> That's how wild that was. And she was like doing like a genie in a bottle hands. Like she was just giving you her life. And I'm sorry, you do not have a right to do this, that hand motion where you open your body out and you spread out unless you are giving it. Like you need to be singing like Saving All. You need to be singing like Whitney Houston. It's like that picture picture of Sierra yelling. It was like, what what song she's singing? You know damn well. CC, I love you, but what are you singing? She was, if that boy don't. Psych. (laughs) Yeah, come on, girl. Anyway, (laughs) this girl, she sounds crazy. And Rick, but she's beautiful. And Rick Ross has said in the past that he's only going to date a girl that he can hit. No, he's a sign a girl that he can hit. Sorry. Of course he's going to date a girl he can hit. (laughs) He only signed a girl that he's going to hit. I'm tired, okay? And. So they piped this girl's head up. Now, don't, so as soon as Rick Ross he gonna says, say you a star, you shining bright. What? First of all, her bro- her light was fucking dim as fuck. I didn't even. <laughs> so soon as Rick Ross give the cue to Dickie, all his posse to dream, they're like, oh yeah, that was not girl. You did good. <laughs> and then the girl was like, well, somebody else in here sung to the same beat. And you're like, oh for real, who? And they're like, Kaya. So Kaya's another contestant. Opposite looking in every which way. She's not light skinned. She's dark skinned. She's not shaped like a good tar case. She's shaped like, you know, she's like a thin girl, actually. Yeah, she had like a lot of layers on. Like, again, not shaming. Not shaming, but she just was a regular, like, you know, person. And that's what she's comfortable with. Mm -hmm. So she got up and she shut it the fuck down. Mm -hmm. She sang this song and anybody with ears could see, like, here, this is the better version of the song. Some things are opinions and some things just are not opinions. You guys need to go find this clip if you have not seen it. Mm-hmm. It's crazy because it's mind not only did he say that her version was not better, he cut her off yep. in the middle of her singing to say that the other girl did better. And I think that, like, we have to go with this is just the light skin privilege here. This is it's colorism. colorism. It it's, definitely it is. It definitely is colorism. And it's just, you know, it may, it, it's him thinking that this is the more attractive person, like, even yep. if she was brown-skinned. But and in this case, is, with what him, if somebody did that to his fat fucking ass? He hates himself, so he doesn't know. And he, Rick Ross, like, actually, the guy who doesn't eat chicken did better. What'd you say? You didn't mention that guy is dark-skinned. The who's dark-skinned? Oh, yes. Yeah. So yeah, the other girl... Okay, so I should clarify. The girl Kaya is dark-skinned, and the other girl is light-skinned. Yeah, so that's just why we're claiming colorism here. Eric said we even pointed out. I think I did, but anyway. Yeah, roll the taste of it. Whatever. Um, so <laughs> one is dark, the dark-skinned girl. He really just threw shade on her, and I'm so happy because once this video starts circulating around on the internet, so many black girls was like, well, we know what it is. Everybody else can pretend like they don't understand what it was, but we know what it was, and we want to know the other girl's name because we would like to support anything she comes out with in the future. Exactly, and like somebody said it, um, Malera was saying, she's like, they only like 
black girls, dark skinned girls when they oiled up and half naked. And I'm like, that's so true. Yeah. Like when people post it, like oh, dark skinned girls are beautiful on Twitter. It's always she always in like ten gallons of baby oil. Yeah. And a fucking like you know wearing a bikini. They can never just be like sitting down with like a turtleneck on, you know, chilling. Yeah. The way if a light skinned girl at McDonald's eating chicken nuggets, they be like, oh my god, dream girl, relatable. Like <laughs> I love it, but it's like I, I'm t- that's that's still color. People think that colorism is this uh, Lupita Nyong'o uh, being nominated as the most beautiful woman in the world. People think that colorism is over because Ducky Thought is like one of the top models right now. But people don't understand that just because they're supermodels and actresses, we need to start like appreciating just our regular, like stop making dark skinned girls feel like they have to do anything outstanding. They have to be extra confident. They have to rock dark skin. Like all they have to do is fucking be. And especially her because she has talent. Like, yeah, she really, I wanted to hear the rest of that song. Like, that's so like it. I kept on listening to it over and over again because I'm like this shit is so fucking mind boggling. It's crazy. It's to so mind boggling. And Rick Ross is at the root of it. And like I feel like this really triggered me because I feel like I've had moments where not necessarily with light skinned women because you know I'm just I'm a brown skinned girl so I'm not I'm not chocolate like I'm not deep deep dark skin so I feel like colorism has has hasn't affected me as harshly as it would somebody who's like a, a really like a darker darker girl it's crazy but, when I was in I'm, when I was in elementary school I was affected by colorism but I'm like the girl that they was comparing to me she was like too she was like a shade lighter than me I'm like I'm not even right I like I haven't like I have seen colorism happen, but I have not been affected by it so, like, aggressively where I can be like, that's what that was. But mm-hmm. I have definitely have been compared to white women who have, they're, they're like, oh, well, she did it better. And I'm like, no, the fuck she did not. It happens all the time. And First of all, that's, and, and, like, white colorism, women never do anything better than <laughs> And colorism is not something that you can, like, point out, like, in Exhibit A. It's more like a feeling, and it's like what... All things are that keep you oppressed. It makes you feel crazy. Is this in my head? And this is something on videotape. This is our a dark skinned girl singing better, but this light skinned girl still getting the credit, still yeah. getting bought up, and it's embarrassing. It really is. Like Rick Ross, y'all need to stop supporting this fat nigga. Like y'all really do. Stop and supporting he was his big ass. All you a star. I think Bert did better. Ooh, I swear to God, I saw Rick Ross at Powerhouse uh, when I was an intern, and to this day, I regret not punching him right in the middle of his glasses because I'm like, you know what? If I would have known that you was Ooh, such I an just, ass... Oh, sir, I just, drift, I just like drifted off and pictured myself like choking Me him. too, and that's what I'm thinking. Like, I had an opportunity. I was there. I could have I could have choked him, but I didn't. It probably was Fucking for the best dork. for my future. But um, you know what? Rick Ross, y'all gotta stop supporting him. We gotta stop supporting him. Like, it's not it's not bad enough that he said he would put something into my drink. It's not bad enough that he said that, you know, he can't sign a girl unless you fuck him. Now he's throwing shade towards dark-skinned girls when he's probably going to have or already his has daughter a dark-skinned is daughter. Da- his daughter no, is dark-skinned. We gotta, we gotta cut him off. He's he's not good for the community. But that's his daughter, so. Yep. That's how they be. Yep, so that ends it for the Sunken Place. Be sure to message us at blackgirlbrunch at gmail.com if you know someone who needs to go into the Sunken Place. It'd be really funny if you start sending people in your personal <laughs> life. Like, somebody told us that their mom needs to go in the Sunken Place. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what was it? It was Maximus, right? Yeah. <laughs> that was really funny. All right, um...
<laughs> so for this week on the Common Senses, we're talking about materialism. And I'm going to let Sabria start off why. Because, so recently, oh my gosh. So I follow, like, all the Migos and, like, Young Thug on um, Instagram and all the Insta stories. Literally every fucking story is them showing Jordan that look at this nana, this clean here, yeah, this clean. Look at this boy, you can't get this shit no nowhere else. This clean. Look at this man. <laughs> look at the ice my nigga. You can't do this. You can't do that. <laughs> and I'm like, we don't want to do that. I'm like, none of this shit fucking matters. Like, again, like at the end of the day, we all die the same. Everybody is gonna be covered in dirt, shit, and bugs. And it's like <laughs> none of that even like. Like, sorry to be, right. like, morbid and stuff, but it's just, like, none of this shit matters. And, like, the more—I don't know what it is. Like, the more I get into veganism or the more I get into, like, just, you know— Anti-capitalism. Like the, yeah, and, and, you know, yeah, anti-capitalism and, like, just, like, the earth and stuff. And I'm just, like, all this shit is just bullshit. Like, it's even though, like, I have my vices and I have the stuff that I love, and but I just don't— understand like you know the jewelry and all that stuff and showing that like that stuff all like what does it even mean i don't get it right and it's one thing to have your favorite brand it's one thing to be able to afford really nice thing and it's another thing to feel like you you're nothing unless you're showing it all exactly like you know you can't have it privately and i hate this argument but i have to go to it like when you think about people like bill gates like you know you think about people like oprah like i always say that oprah would shit on herself if she had migos money she would if oprah woke up one day and her bank account looked like quavos she'd like step why in. you what had the- to use my boyfriend though you could have used the other ones all, no, even the most popular one, the most popular of the Mikos. Oh, if Oprah woke up and she saw that she had Quavo's account, she'd be like, Step man, what'd you do? <laughs> what'd you fuck up? <laughs> like, I agree. And like that shit, like, I just don't like I'm I don't know. I just feel like I after like, you know, going through literally a nervous breakdown, be, like I literally had a mental breakdown over money. Mm-hmm. And I'm just oh like, God. after like coming like out of that and like, you know, talking to a therapist literally about money, like my therapist had to tell me that like money does not measure, you know, your worth as a person. Mm-hmm. And literally like having to go to therapy because I was had a nervous breakdown because of money. And I'm just like, after I like got help for that and like, I'm just looking at all this stuff and I'm like, none of this shit is worth it. Like, it's not... Like, that's not what I want wealth for or, like, you know, to be comfortable for, to spend it on jewelry and dye. Like, where does that... It's just, like, and it looks silly. You're wearing it everywhere. It looks so silly. And that's one thing I have learned from, like, a lot of um, white folks that I work with to kind of, like... like w- my mom has never been a flashy, flash, super duper flashy person. Mm-hmm. Like my dad, I, that's a different story. <laughs> but my mom has always taught me to like, you know, look nice, do things to be comfortable, but like don't be materialistic. Mm-hmm. Like she's made it very clear that being materialistic is not going to get you anywhere. Yeah, because like even... sometimes when like I'm around like people like in school and they start like talking about oh like I got this, I got that, you start to feel like you like. What am I like dirty or something? Yeah, because that's how, how I y'all niggas how, affording this. Because that's how I felt, like especially me, because I went to school in New York City, like Manhattan, and I went to school with kids that was like wearing Alexander Wang and shit like that, and like 
I grew up, like, when I was younger, like, my mom bought me, like, a vintage Gucci purse. And, like, my mom has always been a person. She's still the same way. Like, she will shop at Rainbow, but she loves handbags. Exactly. So she'll shop at Rainbow, but she, like, you know, saved up and she got, like, a Gucci bag or a Louis bag or something. But she still, like, you know, wears, you know, Rainbow and stuff like that. Because I was, like, taught that, like, not to have... You you have this one thing that you, I guess, spend for. Like, mine, for instance, is makeup and yeah, shoes. Mine's, yeah, mine's like, shoes. Like, I love makeup and shoes. But it's, like... And mine's is clothes, And too, I yeah. feel like also those are things that, like, for instance, like, I'm about to start, like, you know, taking makeup seriously and doing it. And shoes, you need those for your feet. And it's, like, jewelry and diamonds and stuff. I'm just, like, what... And also, that kind of mentality and stuff, seeing people like that, it made me afraid to... It made me feel like I couldn't travel because I'm like, I don't have the money and I don't, um, you know, I can't live. say this yeah, hotel yeah. or take these but flashy now, pictures. But now, like, being around people, like, that have traveled, like, 54 continents, uh, I mean, countries and stuff like that, mm-hmm. um, like, I'm like, yo, and they, like, backpack and do stuff like that. And I mm-hmm. feel like, you know, as... Like when I start like removing all these and layers start doing it for of, you and doing it for me people. and the experience and I'm just moving all these layers of like materialism and like these layers of like I'm just becoming selfless and being like, you know, it's okay, you know, to, you know, be minimalist sometimes. And the more I just like shed that kind of mentality, I'm just like, I think that I can backpack and, you know, maybe stay in a hostel with like, mm-hmm. you know, a few people like 100%. that, like, you know, at first that idea, I'm like, oh, that's dirty, that's whatever. But like all that is holding me back, yeah. you know? And it's about, it's never about you. I think that that's exactly. what people don't understand. That relationship with material things is never about you. When you have to constantly flex everything you have to other people, mm-hmm. it's not enough to just have it in your possession. It's not enough to save up for this expensive, valuable, cool thing, but mm-hmm. you have to literally jam it in everybody else's face. I think that says a lot about you and just who you are. Like, And it's hard because I don't like speaking out against like my favorite, like especially what I wanted to say was I don't like speaking out against um like black rappers with stuff like that because I know flashiness. yeah because... you know it's enough white folks criticizing them for the exactly. same thing look at these niggers they're supposed to be your you know your your idols look how flashy they are they don't do, do anything good for the community and like, and some of them do do good stuff for the for like the Meek community Mills. yeah Meek but, Mills on uh, top of his community service exactly but like some like for instance um Offset he recently did something for the American Cancer Society and the American Cancer Society. Um, is sponsored by companies like Kellogg's and things that are sponsored by Monsanto, which contributes to cancer. With um, their ingredients that yeah, they put in and GMO. Their, yeah, like, and their know. food and stuff like that. And, um, you know... I feel like if he was to do research and, like, Mm -hmm. you know, sit down and, you know, know, like, do the research how you do research with, like, you know, diamonds and stuff like that, then you would know. But that was, you know, the... It's um, no ethical input to anything that they do. And that's what it is. It's like you want people to try a little bit harder. Yeah. Because, for example, Solange. You know Solange is out here wearing designer shit. Yeah. You know Solange is out here spending a good amount of money on fashion and fashion is important to her. But you also know Solange is not out here buying pieces simply because they're expensive. Yeah. She's not out here being flashy. And I think that... And she supports a lot of black designers. Exactly. And I think people who, who... 
think that their flashiness is fashion or lazy. Yeah. They just, oh, it's shiny. It's cool. It's, it's Versace. Duh. I like it. You know what I mean? But you're not... All that money you could be actually putting into, like, a black designer, like, lifting them up. There's nothing wrong with liking fashion. There's nothing wrong with spending money. There's nothing wrong with liking nice things. But it's like a lot of these people, when they do get on, they don't ever give back. Yeah. And they like don't you ever said, give back to our so, folks. Yeah. And like you said, like, materialism, it, what it boils down to materialism, it kind of makes you lazy. And, like, my thing is I want people to put an effort into ethical, you know, consumption. Mm-hmm. I know there is quote unquote no ethical consumption under capitalism. As ethical as possible. But as, yeah, as possible. Yeah. Like, you know, because, like, for instance, like, I recently bought a pair of boots um, that are vegan mm-hmm. and with vegan leather. That is one on one you know, slide there or that's ethical. But I looked inside the booth today and it said made in China. And that is kind of like, you know, exactly. suspect. Right. You drive yourself um, crazy yeah. though. You have to take baby steps until yeah, something baby better step, comes But along. I feel like some of these people that are into, like that are so materialistic. They have so much are, access. Yeah, they're not into, like for instance, how all this stuff is happening. Like every time the Kardashians try to do something good or something and it backfire because of something, it's because the effort isn't put into no. it. You're so focused on, you know, materialism. So. Right and like, and just, it's not just the fault. It's not just on them. Yeah, it's just and Beyonce, my, like yeah. she has like, she, like she did stuff with Coca Cola, and yeah. I'm like, come on, like you know you don't even drink soda. Like, it, like let's be real, and more importantly, like you teamed up with Michelle Obama to talk about obesity while simultaneously having a Coca Cola commercial on, and it's yeah, just like, because I'm the, so, that obesity thing mm-hmm. was sponsored by. Um, like the Coca-Cola company. And I'm so black and white. Like, I'm so, like, and this is maybe, like, a person, I think that's why we're friends, because we're the same way. It's like, well, if you believe in healthy... Why would you sponsor soda? A lot of people believe that, oh, you can still drink a soda and be healthy. And I'm like, no, you cannot drink poison and still be healthy. And there's a lot of, like, shit that I, you know, I'm working out of my diet that's not all, you know, good. But when it comes to putting my name on it and sponsoring it and promoting it and having people think that that's what I eat, I take that so serious. And that's why, like, Jessica Alba is a personal favorite of mine. She, like, her company is honest, I'm sure... Is, is one of the most ethical companies out there. Yeah. It really, really is. Yeah, I really, like, that's something, like, if I have a kid, I would definitely, like, exactly. look into her stuff. And, like, that's a goal of, like, long-term grown-up goal is I want to start, like, a company where I can start, a, like, sometimes people, you know, like you said, you just think that you're doing your best and then you find out some shit about your favorite product. Like, for a while, like, I use Shea Moisture and then you find out a scandal with Shea Moisture. Now, I still use Shea Moisture because I felt like that scandal was forgivable. Yeah. Yeah. But it, it wasn't was, even really a scandal. It just was like shade. It yeah. was really shade thrown towards black women with coarse hair. But what I really, really would like to do in the future is like find a way where you can align like all these natural companies, all these ethical ethical con- companies, black owned businesses, small businesses, mm-hmm. for a way where people can easily find them so that materialism doesn't continue to win. People aren't just doing things exactly. for the flashiness. At one point, maybe they'll think like, oh, is this ethical? Like, who is this benefiting? Because Nobody wins under capitalism. Yeah. Nobody really and wins. And I'm just waiting for somebody that's like a big name that's going to like, you know, like speak out against that stuff or be like, I'm not doing this or like, I don't want to like, you know, sponsor this and like just doesn't really care about the money and stuff. Like, like Colin I, Kaepernick seemed like he's yeah. like that. And like, I love like, you know, little Yachty and stuff, but he's still young. But like, you know how he did something for like Sprite. Yeah. 
And it's like... The thing is, though, I don't look at Little Yachty about health. Yeah, no. The, I, I'm I just believe saying, Little Yachty drinks no, soda. I'm saying, yeah, me too. But I'm just saying, like, somebody that, like, could speak to, like, the youth and stuff. Right, and, like, exactly. you know, say, like, this is cool. Like, doing this, like, not to be corny, but, like, drinking water is cool. Or, like, eat vegetables. <laughs> I or, love like, kale. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, Beyonce tried it. She tried it with that vegan thing, but it just... She did. She flopped. Yeah, she, she, because you still don't know if Beyonce is vegan or not. And she went to, uh, not once, but twice, she went to a vegan restaurant in a fur, and she wore leggings with pepperoni pizza on them. (laughs) (laughs) Gotta love her. Gotta love. Gotta love that woman. My favorite fake vegan Beyonce. She is funny. Oh, my God. (laughs) But, yeah. Uh, that is crazy. So yeah, my my whole thing with materialism is not that I do. I love shopping. I love clothes. I love yeah, fashion. Yeah, I'm the same way. But one thing I don't like is throwing my things in people's face. Exactly, and it feels good when you realize that you can live without this stuff. It's nice to have, but it's not the end of the world. If and you it don't does not define it. you. When you have it, you're not better, and when you don't have it, you're not worse. That's just that's just. It seems like so corny saying that out loud, but. As adults, it it means more than it could ever mean when you're, like, a teenager. You don't really mean it. Like, when you start working for your shit and when you start realizing the things that really keep you alive and keep you moving ahead and how you can look nice without having to spend all that money. Mm -hmm. And when you spend money, you do it just for yourself. Please. That's freedom. That is. That really is. So, you know, thank you so much for joining in for this week's episode. Um, I'm laughing because everybody in the studio here with us is asleep. (laughs) And they're like, it's like a little snore going on. And I'm just wondering if y'all care, but it's funny. (laughs) What time is it even? It's 11 o'clock. These niggas is out early today. (laughs) Anyway, the grind don't stop. But uh, you got anything planned for this weekend? Um, what do I have planned? Just, you know, meeting with your supervisor. Um, oh, yeah. Taking my ass to the gym. I need to detox for real. This week, I was supposed to start off with, like, because I work, I work hell. I don't feel like Yum. But I'm just going to make myself. I have no fun food in my house. Like, no fun food. I got but the cream. problem is I have money to step outside of my house. <laughs> so I Like need, we did tonight. We like just we ate a vegan tonight. pizza. We bought a big ass vegan pizza. I'm sick now. Yeah, same. But yeah, I'm this weekend is dedicated to getting myself together. Okay, that's a good goal. Um, I'm gonna get this car situation fixed. I'm gonna get it behind me. And <laughs> sorry, I'm messing at the snore. And um, I work for a little bit. Oh, I got my girlfriend Shannon birthday coming up. Oh, yeah, Shannon. I'm so excited. My girlfriend Shannon, she's so pretty. She's turning 25. And 25. She, and she's going to have a grown and sexy party. So, you know, make sure y'all be on the lookout on my gram because I'm going to be looking grown and sexy. And I might change my hair up. So, oh. also be on the lookout for that. But um, that ends it for this week. Be sure to follow us on social media. Follow us on Instagram at Black Girl Brunch. Follow us on Twitter at BLK Girl Brunch. And then you'll find me and Sabrina. Bria through those social channels. I'm Imama Tay. She's Gluten Frida on both. So you'll find us there. Um, yeah. So thank you for listening and we'll see you next week. Bye. Peace.